0: The previous Mishnah explained how one would separate and designate the Bikurim fruit, and at what stage in the fruit's growth could it be separated. And now this Mishnah begins the description of how the Bikurim were brought up to Yerushalayim and the Beis Hamikdash, and what exactly the steps were. So the Mishnah asks, How would they bring the Bikurim up to Yerushalayim and to the Beis Hamikdash? And as we're going to see, it was done in large groups of people. One reason being that every mitzvah done with more people is a bigger honour for the mitzvah and for Hashem. But there's a special idea of doing it with lots of people when it comes to Bikurim, since there is a mitzvah to be happy and rejoice when you bring the Bikurim. And therefore if it's brought with lots of people, and there's a whole ceremony which goes with it, then you will rejoice more, and therefore Bikurim, as we will see, is brought with large groups. Now how exactly were the groups decided? So the truth is, the Jewish people were already split into twenty-four groups. And as the Mishnah in Mesech's Tanis describes, there were twenty-four mishmoros of Qayanim, that means there were twenty-four groups of Qayanim, and each group would serve in the Beit Hamikdosh for one week. One week at a time, and then it would go on to the next group. So each week they'd change which group would serve in the Beit Hamikdosh. So it would emerge that pretty much every group would serve for two weeks each year, one week at a time, every twenty-four weeks. Now, corresponding to these 24 Mishmarais Kahuna, the 24 groups of Kayanim, there were also 24 groups of regular Yisraelim, and that was known as the Ma'amodos. And just like the Quranim would serve for one week at a time, the same would go for the Anchi Ma'amod, the people who were part of that particular Ma'amod, that particular group of Yisraelim. And within each Ma'amod, there was different jobs. For example, some of the people would go to the actual hamikdash. Of course, they wouldn't do the Qayyanim's jobs, but they would be in the courtyard. And then the rest of the people of that Ma'amod, they would spend the week in shuls, davening, davening that the Qorbanos, which the Quranim are bringing, should be accepted. and they would fast of the week and so since the jewish people were already split into 24 groups so that was a very convenient way to bring the bikurim as well and so the mission says that all of the cities who were members of a particular Mahmud would gather to the city of the main Mahmud. and what that really means is that there was a head of each mahmad and all the members of that particular Mahmud would come to the city where the head of the Mahmod lived. So basically, everyone would gather in 24 different cities, where the 24 heads of each Mahamud were, and they would prepare over there to walk to Yerushalayim together. So everyone would come on a particular day, and on that day, the Londenburg River shall air, they would actually sleep in the town center, the city square, the Lohengrin La and they would not enter into the houses, and that's the reason why they would sleep in the streets, in the city square. Now why wouldn't they enter the houses? The answer is because if somebody were to, let's say, die while they were in the house, then the bekurim and they would become Tomei, because anybody under the same roof as a dead body becomes Tomei. And of course one cannot bring bekurim if the bekurim are Tomei, and if you're Tomei you can't enter the Bees HaMikdash either. So to prevent somebody or the fruit becoming Tomei, they wouldn't enter the houses. Ve'lamashkim says the Mishnah, to those who woke up, meaning the next day in the morning when they were going to start their journey to Yerushalayim, huyohamunah oimer. The Appointed One, meaning the head of the Mahmud, would say, he would declare, Kumu Arise and let us go up to Yerushalayim, to Hashem our God, that was the first passage which he said, and the truth is, at different steps of the way, as they got closer to the Bes HaMikdash, they would recite other Psukim, often to do with Yerushalayim, and the beauty of the base HaMikdash and the city, and they would also recite other chapters of Tehillim, in order to praise Hashem, Mishneh Gimel. If the head of the Mahmud lived far away from Yerushalayim, that would mean that it would be a long walk for everybody to bring their Bikurim. And by the time they reached Yerushalayim, their fruit wouldn't be fresh anymore, and it might even have rotten. And therefore, the mission says that only hakarevim only those who are coming from close by to Yerushalayim, such that the fruit will still be good quality by the time it reaches Yerushalayim, they should bring figs and grapes, fresh fruit. However, those who are coming from far away from Yerushalayim, should bring dried figs and dried grapes, raisins, since they last much much longer, and therefore will still be good quality by the time they reach the Beit HaMikdosh. And the Mishnah is going to go on to list many things which they did to beautify this mitzvah, and quite unusual ways of honouring the mitzvah, some honour which is given which we don't really find by any other mitzvah, which goes to show how great and beautiful this mitzvah was, especially when done with so many people together says the Mishnah, an ox would go in front of them, in front of the, all of the people walking Jerusalem, would be this ox, and the truth is, later on, the ox would be brought as a carbon shalomim, according to many mephoreshim. As we learnt in the beginning of Peric Base, one of the mitzvahs which accompanies the mitzvah of Bekurim is bringing a Korban shalomim. The crown of Zahov and its horns were covered in gold, a small branch of olive leaves were on the head of the ox. And apart from the fact that this was very beautiful, it was also to show everybody that Bikurim can only be bought from the Shivas Haminim, from the seven species by which the land of Eretz Yisrael is praised, one of which being the olive. Continues the mission of Ehechol Mak'leif neem. The flute would play in front of them, somebody would walk at the front of all the people playing the flute, Magi Yerushalayim until they reached close to Yerushalayim. I mean, it's amazing if you just pause to imagine the glory which this brought, the excitement at the times of the Beis HaMikdosh, when there was a flute playing, everybody would be singing psukim, psukim of joy going towards the Beis HaMikdosh, psukim like, I rejoice when they are telling me that we are going to the house of Hashem. And then they would reach close by to Shalayim, and at that point they would stop, and they would send messengers in front of them to go ahead of them, in order to tell the people in Yerushalayim that the people bring the bikurim are arriving, and while the messengers were going, the itrus bikurim, the people bring the bikurim, decorated their bikurim. They would make them look very nice. They would make the nicest fruit be at the top of the baskets. And then, once the messengers have delivered their message, so important people started coming out of Jerusalem in order to greet them. Hapachis, the leaders of the Kohanim, sigonim the leaders of the Leviim, the Hagizborim, and the treasurers of the Bechamikdash, Yetsim Nekrasam, would come out to meet these people. These people are doing the mitzvah together with so many people, and Afikveid Hanichnasim according to the honor of the amount of people who were coming in, bringing their Bikurim, that's how they would come out. Meaning if it was a massive group coming and bringing Bikurim, so then lots of important people and kurnim's leaders and treasurers Lots of them would come out to greet them, but if it was a much smaller group, then only a few of these important leaders would come out. And now we're going to see another particular honour which is given to this mitzvah, and that is the umonios Rushalayim. All the people who are working in Yerushalayim, when this group of Bekurim bringers would pass them, so um, the workers would stand up in front of them, the Shalim Bishlomon, they would ask how they are, Achenwam Shemakam Poloni, our brothers, the people who come from such and such a place, Bossam Lishalaim, have you come in peace? Did everything go well? And they give these people honour, even though in general a worker, especially a worker who's working for somebody else, is actually not allowed to get up and stop working just to ask somebody how they are. Even a Talmud Chacham who passes them, in general a worker should not greet them and give them honour. But when it comes to Bikurim, extra honour and glory is given to this mitzvah and the people doing the mitzvah, and therefore even workers who are working for other people would still stand up and greet these people as they entered Yerushalayim. Mishadalud, the procession continues, hecholom akalifneem, the flute would continue playing in front of them until they reached Harabayis, the mountain on which the base Hamikdosh stands, and hegiu le once they reached Harabayis, afilu agripas hamelech, even Agapas the king, who was a wealthy king and had quite a lavish lifestyle, and so usually his servants would do everything for him, but even someone like that, Noytil HaSar must take the basket of the Bikrim fruit on his own shoulder, he needs to carry them himself once he is on Harabayis, and then bring it towards Vinichnos, Enter Harabais adsh magiyah until he reaches the courtyard of the Beis still holding the basket himself. Although before Harbais, one can get his servants or he can get somebody else to carry the Bacurim for him, once he has reached the place of the Beit HaMikdash, he now needs to take it himself because the posseks says that later on in the procession, the kohen will take the basket, the meyodecha, from your hand, implying that you yourself have to be carrying it at that time. Hegiyu then they reached the courtyard, for and the levim spoke in song, as we learnt in the previous Perek, another one of the mitzvahs which accompanied B'kurim, was that the levim had to sing while the B'kurim were being bought. Now what would they sing? So they sang the chapter of Tehillim, which we actually say every day, Sabai and how does that parak continue? Arimim ha-shem kidilis. I will raise you, I will praise you, Hashem, because you have lifted me up, and you didn't allow my enemies to be happy about me, meaning you didn't allow my enemies to destroy me, and they would continue saying the Psukim in that chapter of Tehillim. Mishnahe, one of the ways that they would decorate the Bikrim earlier on, just before they entered Yerushalayim, is that they would place small birds, usually small doves, on the sides of the basket. So not actually on the basket, but sort of hanging off the edges of the basket. So now they brought the basket with the doves to the Hamikdash, and HaGuzolosh HaGabe Salim, the young birds which were on the baskets, HaYu Eulais, they were brought as Korbanais oila. So they were offered on them as Be'ach, Be'yadam, and that which was in the actual hands of the people bringing the Bikurim, and according to most, this is referring to the Bikurim themselves, the basket of the Bikurim, La kayanim they would now give that basket to the kayanim, And that is really the main mitzvah of Bikurim, to bring it to the Beth HaMikdash and give it to the kayanim.